are listening to Garden Plots with Skeletor. Other podcasters might say welcome to the show at this point, as though they are surprised or pleased that you are listening. I, however, expected your return to the podcast because I told you to come back, and I trust that however much of a dunce you are, you are not so brainless that you would go against my direct commands. (laughs) What is this? Did I hear a sound of dissent somewhere in this evil fortress? Because that will be crushed underfoot immediately, I can tell you. (laughs) What? It's allergies. Well, I expect them cut from the final edit. No one wants to hear your nasal complaints interrupting my brilliance. Speaking of interrupting my brilliance, there have been some questions about this Riley person, which is a very misplaced use of your focus as listeners. But as you clearly cannot distinguish between what is important and what is not, Riley is my sound minion. I needed an extracurricular for my college apps, and I really, really don't like sports. A sound minion should still be a silent minion. I just don't want them thinking I'm doing this because I like plants. Of course you like plants. You like eating, don't you? You like breathing? Then you like plants. Now, the observant among you will have noted that it is January. No doubt many of you are filled with notions of staying wrapped up with fuzzy blankets and a cup of cocoa, Dreaming of your garden for spring! Well, let me put a stop to your self-indulgence right this instant. If you are not already beginning your work now, then you are sowing mistakes in order to reap failure. Next to your cocoa should be a stack of seed catalogs. Not under it, for seed catalogs are the winter gardener's holy text, and should not be resigned to a mere coaster. Are you comparing seed stock? Are you cross-referencing with your last frost date? Comparing strains that work in your soil composition? Revisiting notes from previous years? If not, you might as well spare yourself your inevitable humiliation and burn your gardening gloves on a winter pyre. But I hear your pathetic whines of, I am a new gardener. I don't have any notes. I am here to learn what to do. Well, too bad. You are doomed to ruination. Despite your inevitable failure, you may still have questions about choosing your seeds. Do I want heirlooms? Should I avoid hybrids? What about GMOs? They are unnatural, you may wail. To which I say, unnatural. I do magic, so don't come to me with your biased notions of natural. Pfft. Science is, after all, just a lesser form of magic. Genetic or magical modification of plants has given us the banana, the avocado, and the strawberry. Ugh, bananas are gross. We should have left those alone. On this we are agreed. Bananas are foul and prone to inducing digestive... irregularities. But the banana is not on trial here. What is on trial is this ridiculous notion that changing a plant is to be feared. Instead you should fear me and my wrath if I find that you are continuing to spread empty-headed lies. Of course, not all modification of plants has been worthwhile. Certainly botanical lame brains abound, as some dummy thought it wise to sacrifice the flavor of tomatoes for them being more visually pleasing. Well, not everything is about looks, you know. Some things that don't necessarily titillate you visually may in fact be far more worth your time than other flashier plants that catch your eye with their smooth shape and conventional coloring. Many morons out there would rather sully their salads with the the he-man of tomatoes than admit that they are but a pale, tasteless version of the real thing. If you want to spend your life panting after a bland nothing, a mealy sponge in human... 
tomato form that has only the veriest ghost of a personality to recommend it, then go on! You don't deserve the richness, the perfection, the resplendent majesty of me! I mean heirlooms! Riley, cut this! <laughs> and cut that too. Now, many heirloom varieties are excellent, but they will lack the hardiness and disease resistance of their more modern counterparts. You must ask yourself, do I have the skills necessary to pull this heirloom brandy wine through an unpredictable spring into a rich harvest? I can guarantee you do not. The brandy wine is an elusive temptation. Best to stick with an early girl, which even your witless weeding cannot put off from fruiting. Repeat after me. GMO plants are not all bad. Heirloom plants are not all good. Go on, repeat it. GMO, GMO plants, plants are, not, are all not all bad. Heirloom plants Heirloom. are not all good. What Beast was man, the did you not read the sign on the door that indicated we are currently recording? Uh... Yes. Yes, <laughs> I did. Oh, oh, we're having pizza in the Great that Hall, and we just- That means stay out! Particularly you! Especially you! Maybe you'd want Even to come Even if you were silent, your mere presence would diminish the quality of an audio medium! Be gone, you lummox! Uh, no? You have the personality oh, okay. and intelligence of a lint trap! Next out. time! Go! Goodbye, you gormless goon! You pathetic He's gone, excuse- Skeletor. Oh. Oh. And stay out. As I was saying, GMOs. Now, perhaps a few of you have taken a biology class once in your lives and are only concerned about the patenting of some plants. Well, you vaguely more learned listeners need not worry. In that case, you just take what you want. What will they do? Send their- Lawyers and their cease and desists against your magic minions and muscly might? It will only make their disease-resistant soybeans more delicious knowing that the seeds were taken by my superior strength and cunning. GMO? I think you mean, got my own. Oh, no, that's... no. It's brilliant, how dare you? On second thought, delete that. Not because I think you are right, it's for... other reasons. Reasons I cannot waste my time trying to explain to you. Yep, okay, got it. Good. Last episode, I admonished you to avoid all repotting until you received my instructions on how to do so properly. To that, I must add, do not repot during winter. There are two conditions under which I will allow you to repot a plant in winter. One, the soil is frequently dry. Two, the plant is root-bound. What could that term possibly mean, I hear you whine? It means the roots are bound, i.e. lacking the necessary space to spread out. If you are careful, and I have my doubts about your capacity on that front, you can check by gently, more gently than that, turning the plant on its side and easing it out of its pot. If it is near impossible or the roots have circled the pot, that means two things. Most importantly, it means you are a hapless agricultural amateur who has failed your plant. And also, you should repot regardless of the current weather outside. And if the weather outside is keeping you in, use post.net. Print your own postage and shipping labels without having to leave the comfort of your own cavernous lair. Don't risk the rain. Use post.net. Wait, this can't be right. Who would leave their lair for something like stamps? 
You should be the recipient of missives pleading for mercy, not some soggy stamp-seeking letter sender. Riley, next time I expect accurate ad copy, or as punishment, I will send you to the post office to buy stamps. Not because I need them, but because the lines are very slow, and you will find it very unpleasant. <laughs> very unpleasant. Repotting requires few supplies. A new pot is chief among the requirements. If you think to outsmart your plant and repot it once into an enormous pot and then never repot again, you have one tiny grain of my respect for trying to cheat. However, you have also earned an avalanche of my disdain. Because that, pathetic pod fans, is how you get root rot. Your new pot should only be two inches larger, lest the soil hold too much water. And speaking of water, do not make the mistake of choosing a pot that lacks drainage holes. Spycor made that mistake, and so sadly, I had to let him go. From a very great height. Don't be a Spycor. Repot responsibly. Now, for the process of repotting, some people also choose to lay down newspapers to make cleanup easier. I don't know why you would care about making cleanup easier on your minions, but different strokes, I suppose. Take your new pot, add a layer of potting soil, and pack it down. Then set the plant into the new pot. Where in the pot? In the middle, obviously. Do you want your plant listing to the side like a drunken palace guard? Scoop soil around the plant until the soil is one inch below the lip of the pot. Finally, water well. <sighs> there. You have completed one of the most basic tasks a gardener can undertake. You have almost certainly blundered in every aspect of it, but it's over. And if you are very fortunate, perhaps your plant will survive your ham-fisted efforts. Now, for Will It Kill Beast Man? For this episode, I have chosen the Parlor Palm. Unlike many things in life, the Parlor Palm will be there for you at all times. They are simple leaf companions that ask for little and fill any space with greenery, while also cleaning the air around you. And no, cleaning the air is not the same as removing odors. I have tried keeping some around Merman's room, and it has made little difference other than finally giving that damp dimwit's room a touch of class. The Parlor Palm is also pet safe, as it has passed the Will It Kill Beast Man test. I found several saliva-soaked fronds, but Beast Man didn't have so much as indigestion. Parlor Palm, will it kill Beast Man? Sadly, no. And finally, it is time for Leaf It to Me. O oh, Skeletor, I humbly beg you to grant me your wisdom. Do my indoor plants have a dormant period? And if so, what should I do about it? Dear listener, your brain must have a dormant period, one you clearly cannot shake yourself out of. I will say this but once. In winter, just Netflix and chill. <laughs> what? Allergies. Sorry, hold on. Let me go blow my nose. <laughs> okay, keep going. You really should get that checked. Now, because you have the mental capacity of a mealybug, I must make it clear to you, water less in winter. Water is not how you show a plant affection. Watering appropriately is how you show a plant basic respect. Do not, like 
some sort of horticultural hobbyist, merely glance at the top layer of soil to see if it is dry. Actually stick your finger in and feel for dampness. If it is dry, then water. If it is damp, resist your watering temptation and leave it be. I can already hear you reaching for your watering can. Get a hold of yourself! Put it down! Put it down this instant, bonsai brain! Now, naturally winter can bring on other plant issues, but no doubt I have already overwhelmed your minuscule mind. You are instructed to come back in February for more garden plots with Skeletor. Disobey and risk being deadheaded. <laughs> Garden Plots with Skeletor is written by Marissa Bond and Megan Bob and edited by Dan Mulcairn. Our theme song is Daydream by Rafael Medina and our logo was created by Kit Mulcairn. Skeletor is played by Dan Mulcairn. Riley is played by Kit Mulcairn. Beastman is played by Rafael Medina. Additional music from filmmusic.io by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com used under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 international license. He-Man and the Masters of the Universe and all associated characters are property of their owners. You can reach us at gardenplotswithskeletor at gmail.com, on Tumblr at gardenplotswithskeletor.tumblr.com, or on Twitter at garden underscore plots. You can donate to Skeletor Schemes on Ko-fi at ko-fi.com slash gardenplotswithskeletor. Thank you for listening. <laughs>